Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 323. And I think I'm going to call it perfectionism versus what's the point-ism. There's a chance. I mean, like a somewhat decent chance that I have a podcast named exactly that because I know I've talked before about perfectionism, but this is just kind of what's been going through my head lately as I work in my own home. And so I thought I would talk about it, just some ways that I work through my bouts of what's the pointism. So um, before we get into that, I do want to remind you, organizing for the rest of us is out. It is out in the world I would love for you to grab a copy. Um, so I, I, I was going to say I'm going to be honest, but I've been very honest, I think. Um, I've shared with y'all that this new book is not like it's all new stuff. It's basically a succinct, to the point version of all my best stuff. And it has stuff that hasn't been in other books for sure. But yes, I go through my five decluttering steps that are the basis of decluttering at the speed of life. My other book, I do, you know, talk about the daily habits and tasks and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, my biggest concern, honestly, was the audiobook because you can't flip through an audiobook. And the book is very flip throughable. And I was like, oh, people are going to be like, because at the beginning, I talk about the daily tasks. I talk about the layers of a clean house. I talk about the um, five-step decluttering process. And it's all very succinct. And it's all in this book's style and format. But I was like, you know, with the audiobook, I was a little concerned that people were going to be like, oh, we've heard all this before, and then just stop and not get to the rest where it is the other stuff that hasn't been in the other books. And so I, I didn't know how people's reaction would be to the audiobook since they couldn't flip through and go, oh, yeah, well, okay, she covers that in the beginning. And I have to cover it in the beginning because y'all know that's the basis of everything. Like to start out by giving you, you know, shower cleaning tips, that's not what I do. That's not my thing. I mean, those come later in the book, but if you don't have the routines down and I am preaching now, but whatever, and the decluttering process down, then the shower cleaning tip is really not going to make any difference. So I have to talk about those first. So I was just concerned. I was like, you know, are people going to just hear that first part and be like, I'm done. This is, you know, I've heard this before, whatever. But I think I've been really surprised or I have been really surprised to hear so many people talk about the audiobook. I just had somebody email me today and say, this was my favorite one. Like, and and because it is, it is succinct. It's to the point. And y'all are listening to my podcast right now. And if this isn't your first time, you know that succinct and to the point is not my normal thing. Um, so hey, that makes this book very different just because it's succinct and to the point. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now. Go get it. Um, organizing for the rest of us available wherever books are sold. 
including an audiobook, and it's me reading. So there you go. All right. So let's talk about uh, perfectionism versus what's the pointism. So when I talk about perfectionism, I am not going to go majorly into that because I have other podcasts where I've gone majorly into that. But I do know it is a popular word in this realm that we are in. Okay. Meaning the stuff that I talk about, people like to talk about perfectionism and a lot of people, it's very helpful for them to realize that perfectionism is part of their problem. I personally have, I just feel weird calling it perfectionism because I am a perfectionist in other areas of my life. And those are the areas where like, I cannot rest. I cannot sit down until it's done perfectly, you know, like, and so because my house has never been that way, you know, and it's a mess and maybe it is because I don't have time to do it perfectly. So why bother? But at the same time, I've never had that. I can't possibly sit down and, you know, move on to the next thing until my house is perfect. I just, I don't have that. So anyway, so I just, I've I've always felt like, I don't know about perfectionism, but what's the pointism? Why botherism? Oh, that's me. Like why bother doing this small thing when I can't actually do the big thing or I don't think I can do the big thing. That is, it just makes more sense in my brain. You need to figure out whatever makes the most sense in your brain to help you move forward. Not just as a navel gazing, which is such a disgusting term. I cannot stand belly buttons. I, I don't like belly buttons. I, they gross me out. I'm just being honest. I am super grossed. And so the navel gazing, just that thought is so gross. But anyway, okay, enough of that. Um, So see, I don't talk about navel gazing or belly buttons or anything like that in organizing for the rest of us. So there you go. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos 
photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Um, but yeah, so I like, we're, we're not just talking about this because, oh yeah, this is fun to talk about. Instead, it's like, how do you need to think of this in a way that helps you move forward in a way that helps you break through whatever it is that is keeping your house messy? Okay. Keeping your house unmanageable for you. So it helps me to go, okay, my issue is that I tend to very quickly think or say out loud because I talk to myself a lot. What is the point? Like, why bother? Why, why would I bother doing this if I can't do that? So the thing that's made me think about this lately has been the fact that we moved, you know? Um, so I have probably said this before, um, but, you know, I really don't recommend moving right before the holidays and then releasing a book right after the holidays. I, I mean, like, I also know that it doesn't help for me to recommend that because it's not like it's something you choose. You move when the house is available and you move when you can. And it's just the way it is. But if you had your perfect world, I wouldn't do all those three things at once. Um, but that's where I've been. And I kind of coming down off of the complete and total exhaustion of the book release. And I'm like, okay, whew. you know, I, a lot of these things that, um, I got ready for Christmas and now January's over and I haven't gotten back to do anything else. It's like, I'm glad for the work I did before Christmas. That kind of was a good deadline for me, um, to get some stuff done, but it's like, I haven't made any progress from then at all. Um, and so I'm, tr I'm trying to get back into, all right, all right, I gotta get, I gotta get my house done. I gotta, you know, work more on my house, not get it done. <laughs> Those people who are like, oh my goodness, I had to put every single thing up on the walls and get everything in place within the first, you know, before I went to bed on the first day we moved in. 
well, guess what? It's been two and a half months for us and yeah, whatever. Anyway, but I am ready to get moving again on this, but I find myself paralyzed because it's like, oh, well, I'm very comfortable the way things are, but I know there are things that have to have decisions made and I don't just want to leave them in the garage sitting there. And so I find myself overwhelmed. And so I'm having to break through that. And a lot of times the issue is the, what's the pointism. So one of the things that I want to do, I want a white bookshelf. So our new house does not have bookshelves built in the way that our old house did. And so we just can't put things where you know, they are, but there's a perfect place for me to put a white bookshelf. I have found the right white bookshelf, but it's a thousand dollars. Have I already talked about this? Maybe whatever. Anyway, but it's a thousand dollars or a little bit over a thousand dollars. And I'm like, Oh, that's a lot of money. Okay. 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 All right. I just, no, I need to, I don't want to be, you know, I, I need to be careful. I don't need to just get, it, get anything. And I promised myself I wasn't going to just buy, buy, buy to fill up my house. And so I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, I was, looking in our dining room, which is kind of a where the boxes have gone to die room, uh, empty ones. And I was like, okay, here is this wall hanging that someone gave my husband, his secret Santa at work, gave him that I love, like, I love it. It's great. And I'm like, well, there's a perfect place for it. That would look great there. And yet that's also where I want to put the thousand dollar bookshelf once I can justify paying a thousand dollars for a bookshelf. And I'm like, well, what's the point of putting up this wall hanging when I might be getting a white bookshelf that would go in that spot and then it wouldn't get to stay there. Like it's very simple. I mean, not simple. It's very easy for me to just go, what's the point and then not do anything. All right. And then I have to go, wait, Dana, let's be realistic about the way I roll. And that is, I either kind of do it real fast or I just wait and it, who knows how long it could be before I get the white bookshelf. Who knows at what point I'm going to go, you know what? I'm not going to spend that kind of money on a bookshelf. I don't know. But I was like, I could put this on the wall in the not final definite, decided for sure, this is perfect. I'm never going to need to move it again. If we live here for 40 years, I will never move this. Like that's where it's like, I have this problem with thinking if I don't know for sure that this is the absolute best place to put this, then what's the point? Then why bother? I should just wait. Meanwhile, it's leaned up against the wall in the dining room and it's contributing to the mass of stuff that's just clutter that, that just is like, it has, yes, I have to deal with that room and taking that one thing out. Didn't mean that the room was perfect, but the room was better. And now it's on the wall and I like it and it looks nice. And I very well may take it down and that won't be a big deal. Like it won't be a big deal. If I take it down, I'll either decide, you know what? It lived its life. I'm going to donate it now. Or I'll find some other place, whether it be perfect or imperfect. But I, 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 that's the thing I'm constantly battling in this moving in space is like, but wait, shouldn't I wait until I really figure out how the, what the future is going to hold and what I like the very best here before I do anything. But as I live that way, then things are out of control 
in one space. You know what I mean? Like I, I've got to start making that progress in that dining room that is full of boxes instead of, you know, just looking around my house and going, well, but I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure. I'm not confident yet in exactly where things should go. And so I should probably just, you know, wait. Meanwhile, I'm frustrated with myself because there's stuff there. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that that's my what's the pointism. So not not necessarily perfectionism, but like, why would I do this now? Well, every single time that I go ahead and do it, every single time that I break through that what's the pointism and hang it on the wall, I'm glad I did it. And so every time that I do that, and then I live with that, and my brain does go, I almost didn't put that there. And boy, I sure am enjoying it even though I know it could be temporary. Boy, I sure am enjoying that so much. And as I enjoy it, it makes the next thing like, you know what? I'm going to put this thing in this space that might not be its absolute next 40 years home, but that's okay. So, so it's like breaking through that every single time I can get through that. What's the pointism? It helps me. One of the ones, and this one's on my list, and I try not to do this. I try not to tell y'all things until I've actually done it. Um, But I'll just admit it. I've been thinking about it. And I realized the other day, I'm like, Dana, what is wrong with you? But like the dining room, the reason that we're not really using it for anything at this point, I first of all, I'm not going to keep it as a dining room. I want it to just be like a sitting area. But y'all, it has some interesting wallpaper. And I, I'm not going to say ugly because it's not, I mean, it's not ugly. It's just not my style. Okay. It's not my style and it's, um, yeah. Okay. So it's interesting and it's very, um, prominent. Okay. So there, it, it will have to come down. I mean, there's, I, I'm kind of, somebody was asking me the other day, they're like, do you like having your stove on the island? And I'm like, you know, I'm just the kind of person who's like, oh, this is the situation. All right. Okay. I'll go with it. You know? So I'm like, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it, but yeah, there's some things that annoy me. And then there's other things that I think are great. So it's fine. Whatever. This wallpaper is going to have to go. Like it cannot stay. I, it just can't. It's, it's yeah, I can't, I can't do it. So my paper solution that I started using, I think back in August or September of last year, maybe even July, that was like, huh, I finally figured out paper, a vertical storage, meaning it hangs on the wall. It's there. It has the three categories. Go listen to that podcast if you don't know what I'm talking about, or there's a video on YouTube and a post on my blog too. But anyway, like that right there. Oh, that was life-changing. Well, then we moved into this house And I was like, well, what's the point of hanging it on the wall in here in this space that would be the most logical place for it as you enter the house with the mail? This is the place where it should be. But that wallpaper, that wallpaper is going to have to go. So what's the point of hanging these things on the wall when that's not done? And yet I'm living in this house and there's a lot of things that need to be done. And that room might be one of the later ones to happen. And so I've had to go, Dana, it is wrong for me to think, what's the point of hanging those on the wall? Here's the point of hanging those on the wall. Hanging those on the wall works. And yes, I will have to remove them when the room has the wallpaper removed and then it's painted. But that could be a while. And I think it's that time passage awareness disorder. Like, oh, well, that's something I'm going to do. But in reality, 
it may be months before that happens. It's already been months, you know, but it may be an, it may be a year, who knows, before we get to the dining room to make that, you know, those changes in there. And I'm like, it is worth it for me to hang the, that vertical storage that I know for a fact works for me and is extremely life-changing. I don't know that there are degrees of life-changingness, but you know what I mean? Like it is life-changing for me to have a paper organization system that actually works for me. And my time passage awareness disorder, which is made up by me, but a lot of people have it who listen to this podcast, like that could mean that that could go for on and on forever. Meanwhile, the paper isn't being managed in the way that I know works for me. So it's like, is it worth it to me to take a few minutes and nail that thing to the wall or screw it to the wall, whatever it is I have. And I actually, as I was just talking about this, I was like, I took that thing. I took that thing down and it had like six screws in it, which I think is exactly what I need to do to hang the thing on the wall. So now I actually have screws to do that anyway, because I think I left the screws at my old house, but whatever. But yeah, so that is, it is worth it to do this thing temporarily. It is worth it to do this thing even though it feels like there's no point because at some point I'm going to have to undo it. Now, now final destination is one of my game changing concepts, you know, for my decluttering process is like, go ahead, take it there. Now don't put it in a temporary spot. And that works so well for me that sometimes I start to think, well, hanging this picture on this wall where I might one day have a bookcase in front of it or hanging these, you know, file things on the wall where I will one day have to take them down to then redo that wall. It feels like, well, that's, that's temporary. And I'm trying not to do things temporarily, except that it's not the same thing, right? Like it's not the same thing. It's something being in a temporary final home, as opposed to a procrastination station, temporary place. Do you see what I'm saying? This could be one of those where y'all go, why did I listen to that podcast? I don't know. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. 
instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Okay. Um, so a couple of things that I have learned over the, you know, last however many years of my deslopification process um, of ways that I break through this what's the pointism. Um, first of all, make make the small portion of the task its own thing. All right. So do the dishes instead of, oh, I need to have my kitchen be clean every night before I go to bed. That's great. But I need to break it down even more to just do the dishes, Dana, do the dishes so that even on the nights where the kitchen is not perfect before I go to bed, if I've done the dishes, oh my goodness, that keeps the flow of my house staying under control and not getting out of control, which is the same thing, but whatever, I'm going to say it twice. So do the dishes, so like break it down to its own thing that is completable, its own smaller part of the task that's completable. Okay. So for that picture that I was putting on the wall, I'm hanging it on the wall. Did I decide and decorate and make my house what I've always dreamed for it to be? No. But did I hang it on the wall? I did. So now it's no longer leaning up against the wall on the floor in a room where it's never going to go. So even though it may not be its forever home, it is in its home. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Nothing's a forever home as long as you're constantly decluttering anyway. Another, you know, break it down to its own thing. Do the five minute pickup instead of I'm going to pick up the house. Let's get the house all picked up. Well, you know, especially in the beginning when the house, when my house was just completely out of control, that was an overwhelming task. And it was like, well, what's the point of doing anything when I don't have time to actually like, it's going to take me hours to go through this house and pick everything up. Besides the fact that back then I didn't even have places for things because, you know, I had more stuff than could ever fit in my house. And so it was like, oh, it's this big, huge project. But to break it down and say, a five minute pickup is a thing and it's valuable. And I know it's valuable because I've done it and I've seen the impact that it has on my house. Then there is a point in doing the five minute pickup instead of just looking at it as the big, huge task. I really think, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately is like so many times my problem comes in when I jump ahead to the finished product and think that that's my goal. When in reality, I need to look four steps ahead of where I am right now and make that my goal. Like a lot, often people will ask me questions that basically has to do with them trying to figure something out that is in the final step of the decluttering process. And I'm like, well, but before you ever get to the part where you're containing within this space, you know, the things that are supposed to go there, you have to remove all the things that don't go there using the first four steps. You know what I mean? And if you skip ahead, then that's where it gets overwhelming, where instead make your goal, just throw away the trash. My goal is step one, throw away trash in the decluttering process. A couple of other ways to get through this is really focusing on those words, less and better, 
Those are your two goals. When you change your goal to be less and better instead of a decluttered home or a perfect home or a lovely home. And it's just like, well, for right now, that's down the road. But for right now, my goal is less and better. That's achievable. Okay. And every time you do that, then I understand the impact of small things. But if I haven't done the small things and I'm only thinking about the big things, then it's very easy to get caught up and never do the small thing, which then ultimately means I'm never going to have the big thing accomplished either. So understanding the long game and understanding that the long game never happens without the small tasks and then making the small tasks their own thing to accomplish. Okay. That trying, throwing away the trash, trying away the trash, sorry, throwing away the trash is my goal for today. Okay. So like understanding the long game of, I do not want to have to decrustify my shower. All right. That's my goal. My goal is to never have to decrustify my shower again. I don't want to have to spend hours scraping soap scum using power tools to get soap scum off of my shower. Okay, like that is my goal. But how do I actually do that? Well, I do that by squeegeeing my glass shower door after every single use. And that's when, because I have decrustified shower doors before, because I have had to scrape soap scum off of them and use power tools to get soap scum off of them. Then, because I know the end game, I know what I don't want to do. And I know the way to prevent it is the squeegeeing every single shower. So like my husband does that after his shower. I do it after my shower. Not that I don't go, are you about to take a shower? Yes. I don't have to do it. So yes, I get excited about that. Um, but at the same time, like I know I have to do it, but after every single time, and then it becomes its own task. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like knowing the end game, but also knowing that the end game is only accomplished by small little tasks means that I see the point in the small little task. Okay. And then I feel that sense of urgency for the small little task. The other thing too, is if you're resisting the small tasks is to time yourself doing it. That is key. You know, the, the small task of emptying the dishwasher is the thing that achieves the big task of keeping the kitchen under control. But when you don't want to do that, when you don't want to empty the dishwasher, time yourself. When you don't want to squeegee the shower after every single time, time yourself so that you can go, okay, that took me literally 90 seconds to squeegee the shower because I've done it so many times I'm getting better at it. All right. Um, That took me four minutes. If you don't believe me, time yourself. Took me four minutes to empty the dishwasher. And when I see these small tasks as their own little thing that I can do in a short amount of time, and I know that those are the things that are necessary to build for the big task, then I see the point in doing the small things, okay? That even though I can't clean the whole kitchen, I can do this thing and this small individual task on its own contributes to the overall goal of having the thing done. This putting up the picture on the wall 
is a small little task that you feel like, what's the point? What kind of a difference could it make? But it contributes to the house looking put together, looking not like it's in temporary. I don't know. It looks like she has something she wants to do there, but she hasn't done anything yet. You know, it contributes to the dining room having one less thing leaned up against the wall and not in its final home. You know, even though these things I tell myself, oh, but what if that isn't its final home? It's okay. It's in a home. It's done. It could potentially stay in that spot for the next 40 years and be perfectly fine. Okay. I feel like this one was good and rambly. Um, yeah, that's just where I am these days. <laughs> okay. So I will stop there and I will talk to y'all next week. Leave a comment over on the blog, which I also have a new design. You should, you should go look at it. Um, but leave a comment on this podcast and explain what are some things that you've had to say, there's a point, even though you experience that, what's the pointism, you know, like that, what's the point feeling and you go, wait, there is a point. This is a small task that I can complete on its own and consider its own task, but it's ultimately going to lead me toward big progress down the line. Or if I skip this small task, it's the thing that's going to keep me from ever getting to the big progress. Okay. All right. I will talk to y'all next week. I already said that, but I'm saying it again. All right. Bye.